0: This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to the Creepy Cannabis Podcast, where we chat all things creepy, cannabis, true crime, paranormal, and weird. I'm Madeline. I'm Rachel. And this is our, like, 16th attempt.
0: hmm This today. was, like, day one. Yeah. Like, Salem witch trials. Well,
1: I may or may not have broken one of the mics in transit. We're not gonna blame <laughs> Madeline,
0: but, um, she's being punished <laughs> enough by the outcome of the situation. <laughs> they're cheap mics we got that I mean they lasted it's been well over a year or two or something two has it been two years
1: two years this October
0: okay so it's been close to two years Mm -hmm. for like a $30 $50 mic something like that so that's all right we'll allow it yeah but none of my stories in the beginning are gonna have the same gusto because I've already told them Mm -hmm. a time or two you perceive with the strain. I need a mental minute to forgive the situation.
1: <laughs> so the strain today is called Pina Grande, and it is a sativa dominant hybrid. Um, it is made by crossing the strains Pineapple Chunk. I hate the word chunk, which is.
0: I so <laughs> like it. Makes me uncomfortable
1: um Skywalker OG which I really like and it um, usually has like 25 to 27 percent THC it's like probably an average 60 40 split hybrid and it has a really piney aroma with like little hints of citrus and um the effects are said to be uplifting and energizing
0: let me tell you something. I have never needed to be energized more in my fucking life. Yeah. Like, truly, so badly. Mm-hmm. I
1: feel that. Um, it's really good for treating chronic stress or anxiety, depression, headaches or migraines, and chronic fatigue.
0: Yes. All of the above. Mm-hmm. So. So, get you some. That's that it. Yeah. I feel like my soul left my body, honestly, Ugh. redoing this experience, but it's okay. Know,
1: it's fine. It's okay. All of the good stuff always happens when it, it gets lost.
0: Yeah, that's, it's fine. <laughs> so basically we were talking about a few things. Firstly, that Sean is perfect, and this is why, because he's going out of, t- well, he's out of town this weekend, and I was supposed to get off at five, and then come home and get to see him for like 14 seconds before he had to leave, like, you know, get to give him a kiss, goodbye. Mm-hmm but alas shit popped off at work i know you're fucking surprised (laughs) surely one day a client's gonna actually listen to my podcast and be like this bitch this bitch bitch." (laughs) anyway so i go to the bathroom and i'm calling him because you know whatever and i'm like so sorry i won't be able to see you love you so much and he was like yeah i'm really sad i don't get to see you for the whole weekend but i know what your face looks like love you and I was like, okay, bye. What? Excuse the fuck right out of me. <laughs> uh, am I not your whole world? Me? <laughs> <And> <laughs> you know, we just have been married a long time. We've been together a four score in like seven years or some shit. Long motherfucking time. But... I feel like I haven't talked to everyone a while, in a while. Like, and also last week was a, obviously a very uncomfy, heavy episode for moi. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose to follow that up with a story about child murder. <laughs> um, I just, you know what? Let's say we're doing it so that someone could see the, I don't know, difference.
1: Of <laughs> like an actual child being murdered.
0: Um, versus like, I don't know.
1: That <laughs> was excessive. My
0: embryo. <clears throat> it's fine it wasn't intentional but hashtag success
1: <laughs>
0: sorry guys i'm really high it's been the longest week of my goddamn life like i can't remember
1: if it was no it wasn't that bad
0: you're weak. Mm-hmm. did you just like black it out is that why you just had to like look all the way back into your memory
1: it was actually a pretty
0: bad... i don't know i just was like let's move on yeah it just ever since like probably like two weeks i've just been so like heavy and cranky and just wanted to punch everyone in the face and then this client came into my work today and i make small talk about the podcast sometimes you know like we're very friendly with our clients and they're always like "Mm, that's so nice and i can't really tell them what it's called because that would be inappropriate So anyway, we're chatting about how awkward it is to hear your own voice on a microphone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we record the podcast, like, she was like, excuse me? Excuse me? And I was like, yeah. She was like, you have a podcast? But actually seemed genuinely genuinely interested. So I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, what's it called? And I was like, well, it's really not, like, work appropriate. And she was like, yeah. What's it called? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, it's so I my told work her. appropriate. And then she immediately like looked it up and said she was going to listen. And I was so happy because for a brief moment in time, I thought for just that second that one day I would be able to leave the soul sucking field of vet med <laughs> and do something for myself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then it left just as quickly as she did. <laughs> Very fleeting, in fact. Uh, so that's... It'll be fine really my only update do you have one um, do you have anything No. you are <laughs> fucking blandola anderson
1: i'm trying to think what happened this week and I, like they all kind of blend together to be honest with you.
0: yes it's just like trauma is trauma
1: yeah trauma is trauma there's always something yeah There's always something every day. There's always something going on. Mm -hmm. Some information, rumor, drama.
0: I will say, thankfully, my job is not like a rumor mill. If we have something to say, we say it to your face. No. Well,
1: we have a lot of employees.
0: Yeah, we definitely don't, but we have all female employees. And listen, no offense, ladies, but we all know it's us. (laughs) The guys, they like it too, but we like it more. Guys
1: love to talk.
0: They do. But mm-hmm. girls like it more. It's
1: pretty equivalent where
0: I am. Yeah? They're all nasty. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I'm just used to Sean and he could give a shit less. Like <laughs> he doesn't fucking care. And he's oblivious. Like sometimes I look at him and it's like I wanna love him, but I'm so fucking angry, like at the look on his face, which just says everything's lovely. <laughs> People
1: who have happiness. And I find
0: myself being like, get that look on your face. <laughs> Get that fucking look off your face. <laughs> and I'll just be like, hi, babe. Like, hi. I'll have Raylan all day, my goddaughter. I'll have her all day. She's going through a phase where she won't sleep unless I sing her either row your boat on repeat for 47 hours oh, no. or the itsy bitsy spider. And then if you have the audacity, the mere fucking thought of laying her down before she is all the way asleep. Mm mm. Her eyes sprang open like she is a possessed demon baby and she stares right into your fucking soul. Her lip quivers visibly and she just lets out the kind of scream that's so loud it's actually silent because she can't breathe. I'm done. It's a no for me, Doug. Um, <laughs> low key slash high key. I told Maddie 1,000% with truest sincerity <laughs> and I'm sorry for my fellow women who've gone through infertility, maybe didn't work out. I'm feeling a little bit of gratitude because fuck a whole ass baby. They are so much work. It's literally like they just ruin your life. You are miserable, sleep deprived and depressed. And then they like literally like fart cute. And you're like, I would literally die for you. I know. It's really fucking weird. And she's not even my child. Can you imagine like if I gave, I couldn't handle that. God knew what he was doing. If I saw a baby I birthed cuddling creature the way Raylan cuddles creature, I would fucking die. I've said it before. <laughs> anyway. Moving on because we've had a long day. We are going to be talking about Brandy Worley and part of my French but she hmm? She's a hoe. She's a Oh damn. And I don't feel bad because she did some shicey shit to her children, so she oh, can so literally a- suck it. Correct. Mm-hmm. She's right up there with the white man for me right now. Oh, my Not the white (laughs) man. I'm so sorry, white man. But it's it is your time.
1: Somewhat satirical, but only somewhat.
0: But like it it's their time. Sean knows it. They all know it. It's their time. So anyway, before our rights get taken away, let's use our freedom of speech to (laughs) tell the story. We laugh through the pain. Through the pain, yeah. Brandy Worley is an American woman. That's a shock. Um from Darlington, Indiana. That's not. <laughs> who brutally murdered both of her children. Oh. Tyler Danalee Clinton, who was seven years old. And her daughter, Charlie Rose Jean, who was three years old. Um, after her husband filed for divorce. Because that makes sense. So. <clears throat> okay. On November 17th, 2016... At around 4 a.m., a call comes in to the 911 dispatch center. And I I'm not gonna include the call. I thought about it, but it just it's actually really uncomfortable. So she calls in completely emotionless. Mm -hmm. When I tell you more emotionless than you right now. Oh my god. Yes, correct. That it's possible. (laughs) And she literally she literally tells them, like, I just stabbed myself in the neck, and I killed my two kids. Like, the inflection I just had in my voice was 100 times more than she had in hers. Oh, my God. You can look it up if you want to. I'm not providing it to you. Thank mm. you. Um, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. hmm Yeah, I came in a little hot. I I do apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm. Mm. this woman, as you have likely guessed, is Brandi Worley, and her husband, Jason, is still... Sound asleep in the basement, completely unaware that his children are dead in his house. Because from the beginning, I gave away that he's filing for divorce, so they're not sleeping in the same area. Mm -hmm. So Jason wakes up around 4 a.m. to the screams of his children, Mm -hmm. and he can tell it's coming from inside the house. And when he came upstairs, he saw his ex-mother-in-law was hysterically crying in the kitchen. And then when he confronted Brandy, she said, well, now you can't take my children from me. (sighs) Uh Uh-huh. So both Tyler, who was her seven-year-old son, and Charlie, who were three, were stabbed to death. And she was quoted saying... Um, My husband wanted a divorce and wanted to take my kids, and I don't want him to have my kids.
1: So you killed them.
0: I just want to make it very clear that although I am learning to be grateful for being infertile, it really bothers me that I'm infertile and this bitch Mm -mm. is not. But it's fine. Here we are. Um, Unfortunately, both children were actually already deceased when the deputies got to the home. And then, like I had mentioned, Brandy had also stabbed herself in the neck, so she was transported to the um, Methodist Hospital in Indianapolis. Uh, she obviously needed emergency care, because I, I do think she was genuinely trying to unalive herself as well. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't think she intended to, like, live in that situation. Mm, um,
1: the consequences of her own actions?
0: That's more ideal to me. You don't get the easy way out. Um it's really sad because, you know, like, usually in these stories, everybody gets described as, like, oh, they were so perfect, and they lit up a room, and you're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are two little children. Of course they did. So, um, according to Pastor Seth Stoltz, who was Tyler's pastor, he said he was a hoot in his um, Christian church, camp. He like he, Christian church yeah, camp. Like, he was just always, like, no. playing jokes and like just teasing and he just had like outgoing like fun inclusive energy just like always wanted to include everybody and have a good time um and then his dad jason said tyler could walk into a room with 20 strangers and come out with 20 friends i'm done and he's seven i
1: couldn't
0: walk out with one so just a little bit of backstory because i do think it's important especially we joke a lot because like look that's our brand you know what you're here for but it's important I think when it's about kids in particular especially or old people because fuck you if you hurt an old person Mm -hmm. but I think it's good to every once in a while just remind ourselves like who those people were because they are people these are stories but they're stories about real people and real people that died or terrible things happened to or around so it's important thank you again for coming to this TED talk so Tyler was actually born 10 weeks premature which is insane um and that kind of pushed brandy and jason to make like a promise that the children would always be first before each other or their marriage like that was it their kids were going to be first Mm -hmm. um meanwhile the same woman stabbed tyler to death so what did she use oh we'll get there it's disgusting so charlie Worley was only three years old and according to her dad she was a big ball of attitude which is accurate um it's accurate I mean Raylan's four months old and her looks could kill a motherfucker um and then she would like get dressed up all the time and she would not leave the house without either braids or a bow like a bitch was not going out with fugly hair Mm -mm. Mm -mm. um Very sadly, Charlie was killed after Tyler, and her last words were her asking her mother why her brother was screaming like that. Oh,
1: God. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Now that poor angel. Both – okay, this is, like, your warning, so I'm going to get into, like, the specifics of the death. Um, Hmm. Both children suffered three deep stab wounds to the neck, and Tyler had an additional superficial wound as well. Um – Which could indicate, like, trying to fight, but you don't know for sure. Um, the murder actually took place in Charlie's room, the sister. Brandy told Tyler to come have a sleepover in his sister's room because she wanted them both together so she could more easily murder them. Because, obviously, they are big enough to run away or, like, make a sound. Um... Mm. So definitely premeditated. We're going to go into a little bit about, sorry, the story, like all the research I did, every bit of it was like a little bit jumbled up. So like the timeline and every source I read was like the same kind of back and forth tumbled up situation. So I had a hard time, like whatever, getting things to make sense. So there's a lot of back and forth. So we're going to talk a little bit about what caused Jason to want the divorce and kind of Mm -hmm. what led to this horrible thing. Um, So this all started when Jason went on to Reddit and he wrote, it has been 476 days since I confronted her about it. How do I know? Because every time I catch myself thinking about it, I tell myself it's only been X days. Maybe you won't think about it tomorrow. Um, So Jason is describing his wife having an affair with their neighbor. She would blatantly text the neighbor in front of him. And send Snapchat videos of herself masturbating while her kids were playing with the neighbor's sons.
1: Oh.
0: hmm One of her texts was, I am covered in frosting. You want to lick it off? And then. I'm sorry. So Jason's writing on this Reddit thread and he says, it's, um, it is at a point that my wife starts texting him. She is describing sex acts she would like to perform with him. And he is reciprocating. She tells him to check a Snapchat, and at the same time I get a Snapchat from her too, and it's her fingering herself in a bathroom stall. So she sends it to her boyfriend and her husband.
1: That nasty ass hoe.
0: Like he was an idiot. Like he just wouldn't know. I told you she's a hoe.
1: That's so rude.
0: And she's not a hoe because she's getting sexual. You know why she's a hoe. She killed her kids. That's why she's a hoe.
1: So I mean, you shouldn't cheat if you're in a monogamous relationship, but if you're in an open relationship, do whatever you want.
0: But also if you're gonna do it, you have to be prepared for the consequences. Yeah. Like do whatever you want. Yeah. You got free will, but That's you true. gotta. You don't get to kill your kids because you're mad about getting caught. No, absolutely. Not. So, um, sorry, I lost my place. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. So, he Jason filed for divorce on November 15th, um, after describing her um, brandy's infidelities on the Reddit site. Uh, it was, like, a relationship column. Um, most responsive responses from people encouraged but also confused him to file for divorce but also try to get custody of his children. And I, it's not so much, like, pick your battles. Why do people always want to deliver horrible news and then make, like, a threat? in it it is not his fault that's not what i'm saying it's just like i never understand that like if i'm about to take your children or try to don't be like i'm divorcing you right now and i'm gonna take your kids first of all if you really want the kids you've just lost your upper hand because now they know whereas you could have played it cool it's just weird to me like why do you always have to include those things i just think there's no need to get somebody hot when you're already making them pissed off but okay so obviously brandy wasn't about to let that happen. Um, so, the night of the murder, they went to a dance program for Charlie. Aww. And then they went out to dinner.
1: No, Charlie.
0: I know. And then at dinner, Brandy told Jason that she needed to go to Walmart because she had to get some pipe cleaners for her son's school project, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not clear if the pipe cleaners were purchased. Um, but she did purchase a... K bar, it's k-a-b-a-r B A R hunting and combat knife.
1: No one noticed that.
0: Even if they did, why do you need that? Well, you're stabbing somebody in the neck. Eh? Okay. So here's the thing, though. Not only does buying that knife show premeditation, but also how fucked up this person is wanting to use like such a painful like. This knife is meant to like fuck you oh, up damn it. yes like why would you want to do that even if you wanted to kill your kids like oh my god my neck
1: Ugh. they're just so
0: there you can't tell me like i don't know no um according to the police report the family played um on a murphy bed one of those beds that like comes down off the wall um before bedtime and jason gave the kids a bath he got them ready for bed he said he told them i love you and i'll see you in the morning And then he went to the basement to go to bed, like any other day. Um, Thankfully, Brandy is in prison, and she's going to die in prison. Mm -hmm. Um, During her sentencing, the Montgomery County Circuit Court Judge Harry mm, Seamus sat quiet. Listen, it's S-I-A-M-A-S. He sat quietly for several minutes before saying darkness is in this world and it penetrates our minds and our hearts so at this time brandy is serving two consecutive counts of murder totaling 120 years she um before she did go to prison though she was admitted into the university the indiana university health methodist hospital Mm. to treat her self-inflicted injuries why does every place have to have 18 names like, I well,
1: honestly don't know. It just really makes things more difficult. You I know, literally was like... You <laughs> I mean an acronym for that.
0: Yes. Um, the funeral for the two children was held at the Darlington Community Center on November 22nd, 2016. And they were buried at Greenlawn Cemetery in Darlington. And a vigil was held at the con- um, Congregational Christian Church, also in Darlington, on November 18th of 2016. Um... And then in t- March of 2017, um, the divorce w- that had been initiated um, was finalized. So they were officially divorced. Um, sorry, I lost my place, guys. Just bear with me. Um, the struggles. There was also a YouTuber named Philip DeFranco who helped Jason Worley after um, Jason had contacted him on Reddit and this guy on YouTube asked his viewers to contribute to a GoFundMe account to pay for Jason's immediate cost of living and the funeral of his children. Because, obviously, this guy's not going to be able to go back to work any fucking time soon. Um, So, as I said before, Brandy Worley was put in the Montgomery County Jail in Crawfordsville um, while she awaited her trial. Originally, she pleaded not guilty and had a trial scheduled in January of 2018. She did eventually um, plead guilty to two counts of murder. And then on March 19, 2018, that Judge Harry S. um, I'm not going to say the name of the courthouse again because I fucking can't. um, Sentenced Brandy Worley to 65 years for murdering Charlie and 55 years for murdering Tyler. Giving her a consecutive total of 120 years, like I said. Um, Jason Worley said, all I care is to never see Brandy Worley again. Out of sight and out of mind. So as of March of 2018, Brandy is now in the Indiana Department of Corrections, which is located in Park County, Indiana. Um, and that's literally it. That's all I have. I kind of rushed through it. So if it's a short episode, so sorry, but I obviously don't like talking about the death of children.
1: Yeah, it's pretty messed up like anyone who can go through childbirth and all of that, growing a child inside of you, giving birth to it, Correct. raising it for 7 years.
0: Yes, That's one of them. And, and no history because I also read like in another report that there was no history of mental illness previously from her, so it's not a like psychotic break because i here's the thing there is never an excuse to murder but there are people who are sick there are people who suffer with their own mental illness and do not have the same capacity for certain things certain emotions maybe so but that's what makes it so disturbing is that this didn't make any sense no and in life in general i like think we need things take to make my sense kids from
1: me but you took your kids from both everyone
0: of you. It's, like, the most selfish, hateful thing you could do. From their lives. And she then didn't even, like, finish herself. There was no indication as to, like, the severity. So I couldn't determine or formulate my own opinion on if she, if I think she was, like, really committed to trying to take herself out. Because she also said on the call, she was like, Um, She said, I stabbed myself and killed my two children. And she was, like, whisper-talking. And she was like, I don't know, I took a lot of Benadryl. It was really fun and weird.
1: Okay, Benadryl does not excuse that.
0: Oh, no, I think she took it after. Uh Like, I think she was, like, trying to kill herself and then stabbed herself and Mm -hmm. couldn't go through with it. So then she tried to take a bunch of Benadryl.
1: Oh, my God, what a dark scene that would be.
0: I just can't imagine her calling her own mother, who had to come and not only realize that your two children your two grandchildren are dead and your daughter killed them like I think about Raylan, and like if if oh my god if her mother ever put hands on her which she never would by the way her mother's amazing but I would have to kill her mother like <laughs> I can't even I wouldn't even know how to feel I can't even so but it's important to tell these stories because at the end of the day should we all have to walk around in fear of being murdered or hurt no but do we yes am i saying that there's anybody at fault for how they handle situation no but these are meant to just kind of shed light and awareness and from awareness you learn you grow you think of different ways to try your best to prevent something like that from ever happening maybe we could start with affordable health care so people could get mental health screenings i know it's a reach but just think about it okay
1: it'd be almost like amazing if our country actually cared about the babies after they were born, which they just proved they don't because there was a bill up to like for emergency funding for this formula shortage that's going on Mm -hmm. right now. rejected. shot it down.
0: (laughs) What a shot. (laughs) Well, you can't be dependent on a system. So I'm like,
1: okay. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to repeal the right to choose whether or not to have a baby.
0: Mm -hmm. And then if you can't feed it, fuck off. Just die. Like uh, what? Uh, Here's the thing. I'll hop right off my political soapbox when my uterus belongs to me. Cause last I checked, I haven't met a single man who had to have a period for three months because they had PCOS. No, no, no. Your dick doesn't do that. Mind your fucking business. Mind your business. Mind your fucking business. That's all I have to say on the matter. Case closed. That's hearsay. (laughs) It's just disrespectful. I mean, it truly is. How short. Y'all, I didn't even give you 30 minutes of content. It's almost there. I'm a sasshole. Please forgive me. It's almost there. Listen, <laughs> I say it every time. Y'all know what you're getting. We are a couple of stoners trying to be successful in the workforce, wanting to bring you this podcast, and we do our best. Is it good? No. Is it going to get better? Not a chance. <laughs> No. That's (laughs) yet again all I have to say on the matter. And officially for real, case closed. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Thanks.